Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Welcome to the Square Apple Show. I'm Shin Ning, and in this episode, I'm going to share how my students achieve a paradigm shift from being problem-focused to being customer-focused after three months of experiential learning. Although the sharing is around my teaching experience, it is equally applicable if you are just starting up your business and trying to figure out an optimal business model. I enjoy teaching immensely. Now, I teach undergraduates about business model in a local university, and I usually teach one to two classes each term, which spans across a three-plus-month period. In this course, we help clients with real business problems to diagnose their issues and then develop new ideas for their business models to address these issues. Even though I only start teaching from 7pm at night for about 3 hours, sometimes after working for a full day, I nevertheless feel very energised interacting and engaging with these students. My biggest satisfaction from teaching this class is when I see that the students have a paradigm shift in how they think about the process to innovate on a company's business model. The most common question I hear from my students right at the beginning of the course is, Hey, Prof, like that can or not? Ah? Or, hey, you think the client will like this or not? Ah? To which I always reply, I don't know, eh? you tell me lah. So, from expecting to rely on my subjective opinion as the beacon of truth, they eventually evolved to being able to confidently justify their recommendations to the client based on a robust process of validating their ideas with the target customers as well as relevant stakeholders. So, how did this transformation take place? So let me give you a little background of the course so that you understand the context of the paradigm shift. As I mentioned earlier, this course is around the design of the business model. And in this course, these final year business students will spend about three months helping the client solve the business problem. And during these three months, they will also learn frameworks like the business model canvas, design thinking, which they will apply to the problem itself. And during the course of three months, they will also interact with the client and then present their findings via an interim as well as a final presentation. For the students, it is a particularly challenging course because there are many ambiguities which they are not used to handling. So let me explain. Imagine you are in an accounting course. Okay, and where you learn the principles of accounting and then you immediately apply them to the questions that the teacher sets for you, either as part of a tutorial or an assessment. 
So theoretically, if you understand the principles of accounting and you work hard to prepare for these tutorials and assessments, you will be able to do well. The cause and effect in such a closed system curriculum is very clear, which means that the students have higher control over the outcomes. However, in the business model course that I teach, it models after what happens in the real life, which is essentially an open system where there are many more variables that determine whether a solution is viable or not. So the ideas that the students initially come up with may get negated either in whole or in parts when they start the validation process. And this makes them very anxious because they are used to causes in closed systems where there is either a clear right or wrong in their answers. So what paradigm shifts took place and how did that happen? The students that I come across are typically very focused on solving the problem at hand, which is, which is largely influenced by their experience in the closed system course. So when they first get the client brief in week two, they believe they can already start developing the solution and maybe shortcut the whole project by 10 weeks. So the thought process, if I peer into the brains of these students, will likely be something like this. Oh, so what is our client's problem now? Oh, low sales, low visibility. Oh, okay, let's just do some repackaging or invite some micro-influencers or do some Facebook advertising. Oh, and let's do some roadshows too. Oh, so the problem is you don't have a steady income from your business. Ah, so how about let's do some subscription-based model? To these ideas, if they come to me, I always say, you can have the right answers, but if you ask the wrong questions in the first place, then your answers don't matter anymore. And part of the right question is asking for whom are we trying to solve the problem for? And this is also the first mindset shift, which is to be customer-focused instead of being problem-focused. To see this mindset shift, I start by teaching the students the concept of customer empathy map where the students need to step into the shoes of the customer and identify their pain and gain. So in the beginning, the exercise of standing in someone's shoes other than yours is almost always a theoretical exercise. And the reason is because students are often not familiar with the business and therefore are not familiar with the target, the target customers. So they are unable to go down into a next level of detail. So, for example, if we are doing a, a business, a project on a business that does fresh produce or sells fresh produce, they may come up with something very generic like, oh, young millennials with children or health-conscious millennials or working millennials who have no time to cook or young married couples with no children. However, when they need to take their business ideas to validate with specific target segments, they realize the meaning of if you sell to many, you sell to none. The mental image of the original customer now disintegrates into many different sub-profiles. Or in some cases, the hypothesized customer segment is totally invalidated, but they discover a new customer segment. So now, they realize that they need to first know 
who their customers are, what their needs are, before they can start building out the solution. So the invalidation of their initial idea and the target segment is one of the biggest worry of the students. So here comes the second most common questions from the students. Hey Prof, so what if my idea is wrong? Like the target segment doesn't like my idea. Will we fail? Ah? Here comes the second mindset shift that I need to work on the students. To be learning focused rather than solution focused that there's no right or wrong. You just imagine your idea is a hypothesis and what you need to do is to validate it. Whether it is right or it is wrong, there is something that you can take away and make useful with it. So for example, one of the clients that we worked on um, is in the business of retailing unprocessed grains. This company is a fairly new player in what I understand to be already saturated market. So one group of students initially suggested targeting F&B outlets which serve healthy, healthy food and in turn, we could market the greens to the customers of the F&B outlets and thus creating demand in both B2B and B2C segment. But they soon found that such an idea was quite idealistic because when they went to interview the F&B outlets, they were pretty resistant to take on a new supplier who just gives one kind of product. Those of, those of them whom we interviewed already had existing suppliers who were their one-stop shop for providing numerous items. As such, this group had to go back to the drawing board to figure out who could be their target customers. Eventually, after many depressing weeks and trying, the team pivoted numerous times before finding pockets of offline communities who liked the greens because the team cooked for them to sample and the health benefits of the product resonated with them. The team then came up with a very targeted offline to online acquisition and conversion programs, which were low cost and easy to implement. And it was a good fit with our, our client. Because the nature of the customer segment was well-defined and it was easy for the team to recommend scaling the solution to other segments which shared the same characteristics. It was a project outcome that I was satisfied with. Not only because I felt that the recommendation was robust, grounded and had opportunities to scale, it was because I could tell that the students have experienced the mindset shifts that I intended for them. The lesson of putting customer before idea and a focus on learning rather than solution are the top reflections that students document in their final paper where they were asked to reflect and document what they took away from this project. I would like to share an excerpt of the reflection from a student about her takeaway on being customer focused. It reads, Perhaps due to stress and time constraint, our team had the tendency to work backwards, create an idea, followed by pain points to justify. Through guidance, we have learned that a good business model generation should always centre around the customer's real needs and we should not approach this project with an end goal in mind. Therefore, the challenge is to stay focused on identifying the consumer's pain points first, then proposing a solution targeting their needs. 
once the team managed to overcome our anxiety to derive an idea as soon as possible, coupled with a well-designed customer empathy map and survey, we managed to correctly identify and gain deeper insight into our customer and propose an appropriate recommendation. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly slash squareapple. That's bit.ly forward slash S-Q-U-A-R-E-A-P-P-L-E. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.